2: Hello fellow patriots, greetings, welcome, salutations, and hump day, alohas. As we uh, get rolling here in hour number one on Wednesday, it's all downhill from here, but boy, uh, we are loaded for bear today with a bunch of great stories, including this headline, Biden thinks he's talking to Corn Pop. <laughs> this guy has gone completely off the rails again. You know, there is a a kind of, you know, this uh, meme that uh, as people get older, they get more short-tempered, and uh, I don't know if there's anything to that, maybe, uh, but uh, certainly in the case of Biden, man, it doesn't take much to light his fuse (laughs) <laughs> and, and then he just you know he just goes to DEFCON 1. It's classic. Wait, wait until I tell you what he did this time. Great to have you along as we uh, get rolling here on uh, Hump Day. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just grab the phone. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number to call me, 800-347-1063. If you prefer to text me, that's perfectly fine as well. Use the CSRP, Common Sense Retirement Planning, text line number 71307. Now, you know, uh, President Trump, uh, who sleeps, what, maybe three hours a night, something like that, the way I can figure it, uh, occasionally uh, will kind of uh, lose track of of where he is as well. And he, he had difficulty... Yesterday, was it yesterday? I guess he did the interview with the Axios guy and, and kind of got confused on the, the uh, CCP flu numbers. And, and as Limbaugh correctly pointed out, Limbaugh and the interviewer, uh, not Limbaugh, I'm sorry, uh, President Biden, <laughs> President Biden, say I'm wrong twice. <laughs> That's a great start. President Trump and the interviewer were kind of doing apples and oranges, and, and both were correct in the numbers that they were uh, talking about, but they were, they were essentially talking across each other, and that didn't come out well. And then the president had trouble with Yosemite for some reason. It came out like Yo- uh, Yosemite or something. Anyway, uh, th- those are uh, just a, a couple of uh, e- exemplars, if you will, of how people can uh, get themselves kind of tongue-tangled and, and what have you. But nobody... Nobody does it to the degree, to the extreme level, of creepy Uncle Joe, the hair sniffer. This guy has retired the trophy. I mean, you think it's good that uh, Brooks Kepka uh, won uh, two PGA championships back-to-back and is going to be going for a third starting tomorrow in San Francisco. He's got nothing on Biden. As I said, Biden has just absolutely retired the trophy. This today from uh, Jim Garrity. Biden, here's the headline, Biden to black journalist, Are you a junkie? You, you can't make this stuff up. Not when it comes to Biden. You know, there is no telling what is liable to come out of his mouth next. Here's the story. Shortly after President Trump's effort to win reelection was challenged by an interview with Jonathan Swan, that's an Axios guy, I guess, that goes wildly off the rails, former Vice President Biden turned in his own train wreck of an interview, getting testy with CBS News correspondent Errol Barnett during a virtual convention of the National Association of Black Journalists and the National Association of Hispanic Journalists. Uh, Barnett, the CBS News correspondent, please clarify specifically, have you taken a cognitive test? Oh, boy. Talk talk about touching uh, the wrong button. Response from former Vice President Joe Biden. No, I haven't taken a test. I'm quoting. here. No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like seeing you before you got in this program. uh, You take a test, whether you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think? Huh? Are you a junkie? Well, that's certainly a measured response from a man completely in control of his faculties who wants to be the next president of the United States. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying before you got in this program, uh, you're uh, take a take a test whether you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think? Huh? Are you a junkie? Barnett, maintaining his composure, at least one side of this was, uh, Barnett, what do you say to President Trump who brags about his test and makes your mental state an issue for voters? (laughs) As if Biden didn't himself once again make his mental state an issue for voters. Biden replies, well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president and the debates. I mean, just, wow. Unsurprisingly, many are cringing that Biden is unprompted asking an African-American journalist if he's a junkie. Now, just for context, bear in mind, this is, what, three months after Biden told uh, radio talk show host Charlemagne the God... If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. (laughs) This guy, I'm telling you, God, please, spare us, spare us at least this, will you? I mean, we get it. Okay, you know. The Chinese Communist Party flew and then... uh, Chicago and Portland and Seattle and Antifa and BLM and uh, police stations being burned out. Okay, fine. You know, we get it. We get it. You know, we're not given more to bear than we can carry. But Biden, please, God, Biden is a bridge too far. The uh, piece from uh, Mr. Uh, Garrity concludes, as noted last month, Somehow, the United States managed to pick its two least self-aware, sensitive, erudite septuagenarians to run for president this cycle. Well, at least one of them, Jim, is still in control of his faculties, even though he has trouble pronouncing Yosemite occasionally. At least he knows where he is most of the time, unlike his opponent, That's like, you know, before you start to, uh, before you got in this program, you're take a test whether you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are you a junkie? I mean, you know, what do you say to this? To this guy who seriously is going to be voted for, I'm sure, by tens of millions of, uh, Dumb Americans who, who think this guy would make a great president. 16 after 3 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here uh, when we uh, come right back on the other side. Let's let's touch another third rail here, shall we? You know, because we like to go where uh, the lame stream won't go, where the, as Limbaugh calls them, the drive-bys won't go. How about the leaked video about George Floyd's death and uh, what what is contained therein? Yeah, yeah, we're going there. Next, here on The Bobby Mack Show.
3: shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
2: you know maybe if errol barnett had shown up on cbs news appearing to be under the influence of drugs then uh, Biden's question to him, are you a junkie, might have been germane to the issue. Uh, The opposite would be true in in Joe's case, since he has misspoken more times than he has spoken. Uh, The question from the CBS News correspondent is actually legitimate, especially since uh, President Trump has taken a cognitive analysis test. And the White House physician said he passed it with flying colors. Uh, In on the text line, Hey, Bobby, Trump had just finished watching his hero, Dolomite. (laughs) Ha-ha! Dolomite from uh, Yosemite. And unsurprisingly, I've heard already from uh, my buddy, uh, the creepy hair sniffer on the text line, Hey, Billy! He always calls me Billy. You bet your bippy I'm mad. President What's-His-Name is full of malarkey. He's endangering the lives of children, minorities, veterans, uh, the elderly and every other group I pretend to care about by pushing the use of hydroxyglycerin as the cure for mad cow. That's just bonkers, man. He needs to listen to NIAID director Dr. Joe Pesci and hide from mad cow in the basement like I do. Swear to God. I also take the extra precaution of wearing a mask that way. If mad cow finds me, it won't recognize me, huh? It works. No lie, daddy-o. It's 2022, man. The president needs to listen to the science. Oh shucks. I'm wearing wingtips without putting on my pants first. Man, sure glad I uh, caught it before leaving the basement this time, or Jill uh, would have been sore at me again. Gotta go. Those pants aren't going to find themselves, you know. Remember to get out there on February 8th. Vote Joe for Senate. Signed, Senator Joe Biden. Thank you, uh, Senator. Always good to hear from you. Uh, I don't know who this Jason Whitlock guy who writes at uh, the website Outkick is, but apparently I'm going to have to start following him. Leaked video exposes George Floyd's death as tragedy and race hoax used to divide us. Will anyone locked inside the NBA's groupthink bubble react to the leaked body cam footage of George Floyd's arrest and tragic death? The Daily Mail, London-based newspaper, published the body cam videos of two of the four former Minneapolis police officers charged with crimes in Floyd's death. The videos show police verbally and physically struggling to get Floyd to comply. Floyd appears panicked, disoriented, desperate, and totally non-compliant. He complains that he can't breathe while standing on two feet. He claims his mother just died and that he can't sit in the back of the police car because he's claustrophobic. He repeatedly begs the officers, the officers not to shoot him. He worms the upper part of his body out of the police car and asks to lay on the ground. Early on during the encounter, long before the police restrain Floyd on his stomach, a female bystander shouts at Floyd to quit resisting and a male bystander pleads with Floyd that he can't win. At the beginning of the video, when Floyd is behind the wheel of the car he was driving, an officer draws and points his gun when Floyd initially refuses to show both of his hands. When Floyd complies, the officer holsters his weapon. The behavior of the police officers seems appropriate and restrained given Floyd's level of resistance and bizarre conduct. The footage reasonably explains how and why Floyd wound up on the ground with multiple officers restraining him. The video, of course, does not justify Officer Derek Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck for nearly nine minutes, but it does offer context why Chauvin would be reluctant to believe Floyd's I can't breathe cries. Nearly every word out of Floyd's mouth was a desperate lie. Here are the takeaways from the footage. Floyd's behavior escalated a routine arrest into a possible abuse of force. The George Floyd case is not a race crime. No rational person can watch that footage and conclude the police were motivated by Floyd's race. It's going to be virtually impossible to convict former officers Thomas Lane, J. Alexander Koenig, and two Theo of any crime. It will be equally difficult to convict Chauvin of murder. Professional athletes elected themselves the National Internal Affairs Department for American Police. The NBA's Orlando Bubble is the headquarters for the NIAD. Will, any, will anyone ask... NIAD spokesman LeBron James, Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, and Adam Silver for their thoughts on the leaked Floyd footage. Will one of the media information ministers locked inside the bubble be allowed to query these individuals on this topic? Will one of the woke warriors on Dan Levitard's radio show run a poll asking whether the leaked video footage is funny? The NBA, the NFL, and MLB chose to drape themselves in Black Lives Matter symbols and view all negative encounters between black people and white people as examples of white supremacy. Life is far more complicated than the race-baiting gets retweeted and liked over Twitter. What happened to George Floyd is more complicated than the substance-less assertion that Derek Chauvin acted out of racial animus. Chauvin abused his power. His defense lawyers will argue he was baited into abusing his power by Floyd. It's the same excuse pro sports three stooges, Adam Silver, Roger Goodell, and Rob Manfred will make years from now when the mainstream media finally objectively evaluates this era of sports. Moe Silver, Larry... Goodell, and Curly, Manfred, have been played and used by anarchists and communists who are using opportunists to promote an American race war. Their fear-driven leadership has turned America's great unifier, sports, into a racial divide. At some point, NFL and NBA ownership must realize they need leadership that is unafraid of their athlete employees. Kowtowing to LeBron's social media following is a deadly mistake. This is no longer a debate about declining TV ratings for pro sports leagues. That's inconsequential. This is about the preservation of American freedom and ideals. The subversion of sports culture is directly tied to the subversion of American culture. Sports culture proved the strength of our melting pot. The power of a diverse meritocracy. Live sporting events shaped popular culture. We don't have a suitable replacement. Academia? Go look at the results produced by the white liberals in control of our academic institutions. You want to see white supremacy? Visit Yale, Harvard, or any of their Ivy League brothers. Hollywood? Please. Every narrative arc for black characters is now fixated on police interaction and or racism. The music industry, if you're not covered in tattoos and willing to portray yourself as a hoe, pimp, drug dealer or gangbanger, the music industry is highly reluctant to support you. The above groups are now the main allies of professional athletes. The above groups are united in their belief that systemic racism killed George Floyd and that Floyd had no responsibility to protect his own life. The actions of the above groups, along with the mainstream media, guarantee that the second wave of George Floyd riots are going to be more deadly and destructive than the first. The second wave will come when Thomas Lane, J. Alexander Koenig, Tu Thau, and Derek Chauvin are acquitted of all serious charges. When those riots happen, the Three Stooges, LeBron James, Colin Kaepernick, and all the other entitled millionaires will be locked in their gated bubbles watching poor people's lives destroyed on CNN. No one will ever question them about the roles they played in stirring the racial outrage. Wow. The guy's name is Jason Whitlock, and uh, I would say that one is out of here. Home run. 332 News is next, right back on the other side, here on the Bobby Mac Show on hump day.
1: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
2: Welcome back. 3.39 now, the Bobby Mack Show here on uh, Hump Day Coming up uh, in the uh, beginning segment, uh, top of the hour, right after the news, usually I'm joined by uh, my buddy Dave Schwartz, uh, who is uh, on vacation this week. And so uh, his right-hand guy from uh, Freedom Action Network will be joining me in the uh, next hour of the program. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what the uh, good old boys in Colombia are up to these days. Uh, let me uh, take a stab at uh, catching up with the text line where I seem to be, perpetually in arrears. Hey, Bobby, your welder friend here. Hey, Antifa, you've had your fun. The time has come. Us country boys hunt for fun. Uh, Wow, Bobby. Coronavirus test kit at local store costs 66 bucks and comes with death certificate and registration as a Democrat, approved by Fauci. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Uh, Bobby, the only people killed in yesterday's blast in Beirut were not wearing masks. They were also forcibly socially distanced. Yeah. We got uh, some more on that as well. This, this Russian, I guess some oligarch uh, was storing this uh, nitrate in this warehouse. And uh, that's uh, went, what went up like uh, Nagasaki. Uh, Bobby, if anybody would know anything about cocaine, it would be creepy Uncle Joe Biden, right? <laughs> Are you a junkie? I, I haven't seen uh, the CBS correspondent. I don't know what he looks like, but I doubt seriously that he ha- bears any resemblance to corn pop. But apparently uh, Biden mistook him for the, uh, the late corn pop. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, come on, man, let me smell your hair. <laughs> Bobby, is sleepy Joe, going to carry a wig with him to sniff? Uh, oh, I guess that's all for that one. Uh, Bobby Mack, last night, Mark Levin said if the presidential race has not been decided by Inauguration Day, the deadline, the House would vote one vote per state. GOP has uh, a 26-22 lead, and two states are tied. Uh, news on 106.3 today was saying Pelosi will be temporary president. What do you have to say on it? Uh, what I have to say is very simple. If the great one said it, I believe it. Bobby, can you imagine if Trump had asked a black network correspondent if he was a junkie (laughs) the reaction yeah i can Uh, Uh, bob want to test biden's mental acuity Uh, throw a math problem at him hey joe what is one tracy from gaffney it doesn't even have to be common core math Uh, Bobby, I don't think tens of millions of people are actually voting for Joe Biden. Maybe 10 to 20% of those are. The rest are voting for whomever his VP pick is. Signed, Trump 2020. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. uh, My buddy Richard uh, gave me a golf ball the other day. It's uh, It's a Titleist Pro V1, which is what he plays. And you know, you can put... Uh, your initials or your name, or you can put some phrase on your golf ball. Like, for instance, uh, Rush Wimbaugh has uh, printed on, on his golf balls, Don't Doubt Me, <laughs> which I think is pretty funny. Uh, when uh, when Richard uh, gave me this one, I, I just looked at it, and then I turned it over to see if there's anything on the other side. Sure enough, uh, it said MAGA. <laughs> i got to get me some of those. Um, Bobby, the uh, police also asked him, is he on anything? This is in reference to George Floyd. If he had been truthful, they could have gotten him emergency medical help. Didn't the uh, autopsy show all kinds of drugs in his system? Bobby, it's hard to say that Chauvin uh, kneeling on Floyd's neck was unjustified given that's what he was trained to do by his department. Bobby Mack, I'm no sports fan, but I learned who Jason Whitlock is because of his appearances on Tucker's show. Super great guy, big black dude who loves Jesus from uh, Alan R. in Spartanburg. I'll tell you what, uh, he unloaded in that piece today, which, by the way, do you have that now, uh, Moneypenny? Oh, I sent you the wrong one? Okay, I'll, I'll send you the right one. And and we'll be able to post uh, Jason Whitlock's piece uh, on our Facebook page. So you can share it with your friends. Bobby Mack, I can't imagine the, backla- the backlash uh, Jason Whitlock is going to get for writing that piece. I guess the truth doesn't mean anything to anyone unless the truth they believe. Keep up the good work, signed Jason. Not Jason Whitlock, I'm assuming. Uh, Bobby, uh, George Floyd's death re-emphasizes the statistic that zero percent of people die when following an officer's instructions. Now, there are instances where officers are overreaching. In fact, we have an example, uh, well, maybe even a couple of them today in in Boneheads in the News. But look, uh, police officers are human beings, too, and they make mistakes. But in this case... Uh, When this whole business comes to trial, there's going to be a whole new meme coming out of this. 14 before 4 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a uh, short break here and then right back with more. Former uh, DOJ official uh, Sally Yates. She's a a former uh, deputy attorney general. Testifying in in front of uh, Wednesday's committee. In uh, in Congress today, and and unsurprisingly, well, uh, you you can you could have written her testimony as, as well as as uh, whoever wrote it for her did. There's no surprises in it. Be right back here on the Bobby Mac Show on Hump Day. Welcome back. Nine in front of four o'clock now. uh, Our weekly visit with the Freedom Action Network of South Carolina coming up on the other side of the news. Uh, In on the uh, text line. Uh, Hey, Bobby, speaking of junkies, do you remember when cities all across the nation were set on fire because of a junkie overdosing? Uh, What a world. Uh, Bobby, a few weeks ago, Mark Levin had a recorded interview with Jason Whitlock, and I wasn't familiar with him. But I've started following him now on all of his accounts. It's nice to see a young guy speaking the truth these days. And by the way, uh, the uh, player with Orlando who uh, blew out his ACL, uh, who refused to uh, take a knee uh, during the National Anthem, uh, said, uh, said he was a devout Christian and uh, his religion would not allow him to uh, disgrace uh, the flag or the National Anthem. Uh, his jersey is now up to number two in sales. That's reassuring to hear. Uh, Bobby, my dad had dementia. It was hard to watch. You bet. Truly sad to watch what they're doing to Joe Biden. No one should be treated that way. I have referred to it as elder abuse. You know, pushing this guy out there, but you know his decision. But then, then again, how much in control of his faculties? How how? How sharp is his decision-making process in the first place? Uh, Bobby, I'm waiting for Biden to show up in blackface and sing Mammy. Right. Uh, And don't I have a couple more here? Uh, Bobby Jason Whitlock is 53, not quite a young man. Yeah, middle age these days, okay? So, uh... Sally Yates showed up before uh, Lindsey's committee today. Lindsey Rhino, South Carolina, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. <clears throat> he is uh, trying his best to uh, portray himself as a conservative, uh, somebody getting to the bottom of the silent coup attempt against President Trump, and so that's why Sally Yates was there today. Uh, she uh, she she took the tack that you would expect, Uh, DOJ, Department of Justice? No, 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 nothing to see here. Our hands are clean. We're as pure as a driven snow. It was Comey and those other commies over at the FBI that were responsible for all of this. Don't be looking at the DOJ. We didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) Yeah, like they all weren't in cahoots, right? Committee Chairman Lindsey Gramnesty, Rhino, South Carolina, asked Ms. Yates about the circumstances surrounding the interview with incoming National Security Advisor Michael Flynn in January 2017 uh, when the FBI struck and one other agent went to the White House. Uh, She said it was done without her authorization and that she was upset when she found out about it. Don't you know? She probably wrote... Uh, an angry memo to uh, Mr. Comey. Yates said, and I quote her, I was upset that Director Comey didn't coordinate that with us and acted unilaterally. Graham, in an attempt to uh, play the role of a grilling prosecutor, then queried, did Comey go rogue? Yates agreed you could use that term. Yes. Yates said she also took issue with Comey for not telling her that Flynn's communications with then-Russian ambassador Sergei Kislyak were being investigated and that she first learned about this from President Barack Obama. During an Oval Office meeting, Yates said she was irritated with Comey for not telling her about this earlier. Now, what she's claiming is that after Obama placed sanctions on Russia, the Kremlin Vowed to take retaliatory action, only to suddenly change course. She said, "And get this." And and by the way, if you believe this, uh, don't worry; the Easter Bunny will be at your house next spring. She said Obama wanted to find out why the Russians had changed course, which led to the do uh, to the Justice Department discovering Flynn's talks with Kislyak. Okay. Yates said that after Obama placed sanctions on Russia, the uh, Kremlin vowed to take retaliatory action and he wanted to get to the bottom. Those discussions included a conversation about sanctions that Obama had placed on Russia. She was also asked about whether Biden, who was VP at the time, mentioned the Logan Act being used against General Flynn. That is a 1799 law. That prohibits unauthorized American citizens from communicating with foreign governments or officials in relation to any controversies with the United States. Uh, nobody has uh, ever been successfully prosecuted under that. She said, "Well, she couldn't remember if it uh, was Biden who had uh, brought that up, or maybe it was uh, maybe it was Comey who brought it up, because you know Comey's a bad guy, unlike all of the pure as the driven snow." Lawyers at the DOJ at the time, right, nothing, a big nothing. Hour number two of the Bobby Mac show is on the way next.